0: Welcome to the Whittier Wild Chat. I'm Dominique Betancourt, your co-president of the PTO.
1: I'm Olivia
2: Schreiner. I'm the chair of the book fair. And I'm Justin Whitty, a member of the beautification team.
0: Every week we break down the PTO rundown news and cover all things Whittier. Welcome to episode eight of the Wild Chat and we are in week 10 of school.
2: Oh my gosh, and you know what? Week 10 is for winners. Do you know why? Why? Because we are at a table of winners because we just knocked it out of the park this week. And the first reason is because of the book fair.
0: Huge hit.
1: Oh my gosh. It was pins and needles right up until go time, but the weather did behave for the most part. Oh my gosh. (laughs) For an
2: outdoor book fair. It was indoor. We promoted it. We're back indoor. Then it was outdoor. Then the location changed. But you know what? It it seemed like it was like a record book fair. Yeah. It
1: was... It was 70%
0: bigger than any fair we've ever had. Stop it. <laughs> yes. For real? Yes. I, I think but being outdoors, big access point. What yes. I
2: was thinking... If the fall, maybe every fall it's outdoors. And then you also have a tent selling like merch from the PTO.
0: Yeah, so have like a little merch
1: stand. Yeah,
2: oh Okay,
0: uh, ideas idea. for the
1: spring. Just a couple of notes on Book Fair stuff is we are, our online store is open through October 31st. So do shop there, spend the rest of your e-wallet. If you do have any leftover on your e-wallet, that will turn into an e-gift card. And Scholastic will email you and let you know what you have, and they'll email you monthly. And you can roll that into the next e-wallet. Any last copy books that were ordered, they are on their way. Nice. And so look for those, those in your classroom. There was. There was 158 of oh those. My <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> that we couldn't... Yeah, that we haven't yet delivered. So What, what was the top seller? Top seller top was... Top seller. Um, it was ground Zero, 9-11, and oh, wow. uh, tied with Dragon Wings uh, something of the city. <laughs> Whoa, wow. okay,
0: those are okay. those are Unexpected. two
2: <laughs> So another big win this week was the unveiling of the Whittier Jaja Pits. Oh Zsa Pits. <laughs> Pits Wait wait. Oh. <laughs> big shout out to uh, Michael, who really brought this uh, brought this to the PTO. He did. And also to the PTO to really running to run with it to meet the needs of our students on the blacktop, you know that thing went in. It was full all day. We live right across from the parking lot. It was full all night. It was packed. You know there was like old people, I think all through the night. There were parents there, there people <laughs> holding breakfast. It's oh just my a great- God.
0: And Fiona came home, her hair was windblown. I said, what happened to you? Should... I was in the gaga pit all afternoon. I'm like, sorry, oh the, my the Lord. what pit? <laughs> the the ja <ja-ja> pit.
2: <laughs> That's right. Uh,
0: yeah, so I did order a plaque for, um, donated by uh, the Whittier PTO. Oh, so that'll nice. come and that'll go on there. And I think that was um, a really great investment by the PTO to help support the blacktop and the kids. All right, Hispanic Heritage Month has wrapped up. Uh, We wanted to give you a little insight into an assembly that had happened on uh, the last day. Uh, Because there is no Zoom school, we weren't able to get a sense of what that was like. And they had a Colombian singer come on, it was a virtual assembly and the kids really loved it. So if you missed our interview with Senora Aguirre uh, last week, please go back and listen to it, where she gives us a good insight as to how they celebrated Hispanic Heritage Month um, and all the things that they did. So that was a great wrap up to that month, I thought.
1: Yeah, that was episode seven. It was a great, uh, nice interview, right. if you haven't heard it. <laughs> Um, the PTO has organized for Whittier to participate in a district wide winter gear drive. And we now have a box that will come out uh, today, Monday. And uh, so, starting today through the end of the week, we'll be collecting your gently used winter gear. So, please put new, like new winter coats, jackets.
2: Knittons, um, all hats. the sizes, all the yeah. kids
1: sizes in that box, and uh, it will be delivered to Kids Closet at First United Church. Right? This is
2: really great, and just take some time to look, because we all know how it is. You buy one for your, say, seven-year-old. They grow 18 inches yeah. in like two months, and you <laughs> yes. have basically a new coat. Yes. So yes. just take a minute, dig that out. Um, share it because there's plenty of kids who need to stay warm this winter. Agreed. As you know, it gets brutal. <laughs>
0: oh. Yeah, I got, I already started a nice little pile cause I was going through it and we already have too many coats. So, um, because we get, don't we get passed down nice mm-hmm. ones. And so I'm all ready to go. That box will be out there, uh, on Monday, Afternoon, ready to start collecting. Okay. Is it hats and mittens too? Or... Yes. Okay. Great. Yeah. So make what sure you a, wash it first.
2: Well insulated cosplay outfits. Cosplay? No, cosplay.
0: What is cosplay? Yeah, That's that where... sounds weird. <laughs> no, no,
2: cosplay is where you do cosplay with a partner. So they're like, you know, like the horse costume where it's two people in one costume. Wow, this is yeah. taking a turn. <laughs> You're cosplay. Cosplay. Uh, <laughs> all right, <I> th- <laughs> Other big event coming up this uh, soon is the pumpkin festival. Uh, yes, we, we are so excited. It. Kids get to uh, design, decorate, carve their pumpkins, bring them into school where they'll be uh, evaluated by the staff and faculty at the school. There are family projects. It's always a great uh, activity. It's so fun to look at. And this year, um, Want, we want to make sure that all the wildcats can participate. Uh, so if your household needs a little support in participating this year, uh, you can let us know. There's a confidential survey. Is it on the website as well as the email? Correct. Yeah, so wittierpto.org. Whittier, um, you can fill that out. The PTO will coordinate the delivery by the end of the day of a pumpkin for your wildcat to participate. It's totally confidential. We just want to make sure everyone gets their uh, creative Pumpkin expressions out there.
1: Yeah, and just fill that survey out by Wednesday and we can get that pumpkin to
2: you. Uh, we are also doing a Halloween costume collection. So, just as our kids grow out of these winter coats really fast, we know that um, we get these wonderful costumes. We use them once. Uh-huh. Maybe your kid falls out of love with Harry Potter and you're stuck with a bunch of robes and wands. So there should be a good way to recycle that um, instead of just throwing it out. So if you're looking to donate gently or unused costumes, uh, we will be collecting them at the school this week. We're just working out a few little details, so there'll be more information to come on that.
0: Right, so hopefully we'll have a bin out front uh, to do the collection, then we just need to sort out how to get those to families that need it.
2: But in the meantime, set them aside. Correct. Yeah.
0: Yeah, any age too. I would say from baby all the way up to fifth.
2: Is there a cutoff grade. year? We what don't want pets? any like um, costumes and references don't make sense anymore, right?
0: Like, what are you thinking?
2: Well, I don't know, like the um, sixteen million dollar man or whatever that show was. Oh <laughs> sixteen million dollar man. See, you don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't.
0: I have no idea. Yeah. As or lesser or known facts.
2: superheroes like uh, okay, a Wood Wood Guy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and we're
0: gonna move
1: on. It's Principal and Assistant Principal Appreciation Week, and we want to show our appreciation for Principal Robinson and Assistant Principal Macomb Williams with some cards hand-drawn or hand-written by your kids. And so we are going to coordinate this. Look for an email from your liaison on Tuesday, um, but go ahead and get started on a card for Principal Robinson and a card for Principal Assistant Principal Macomb Williams.
2: You know, on our breakdown for today, it says Principal Robinson and Assistant Principal Macomb Williams Appreciation Week. And I'm just so fortunate that our school, we have a Principal Robinson (laughs) and Assistant Principal. Because most others don't. I know the week goes by, they see all the decorations, they don't get to participate, so, you know good for us
1: (laughs) another win for this another
2: another
0: huge the table of winners continues (laughs) i mean especially because principal robinson and miss macomb williams are huge supporters of the pto and they rarely give us any pushback on all the crazy ideas we Mm -hmm. come up with and the things that we want to do so we really want to make sure that they feel um welcomed and of course appreciated by all the things that they do at our school and
1: hopefully not they're not listening right now
2: yeah right that's true be- yeah yeah not
0: yet yeah. Shh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they were kind of down on my uh, graffiti class idea but i'm just saying
0: and finally we have our second diversity meeting this is um our diverse whittier diversity committee uh we're going to be hosting that on zoom on october 26th at 6 30. so make sure uh, you look on the website where you can click to register and join we really do need uh, more people, not only uh, more parents and families, but of course uh, teachers as well. They really help us make that connection between the, you know, between what's going on in the school and where where there may be some gaps that we can fill from a um, from a parent conversation and things of that nature. So please make sure you join us on October twenty sixth and on zoom at 6 30 and this kind of leads us into our interview today for our two co vps uh, that we will be interviewing shortly
2: so we are joined with two guests this afternoon and mcnamee keels and lisa edelman carp and you are both the co vps of whittier's diversity committee welcome Welcome.
0: thank Thank you you. so first up here i guess from um just especially as co president, you know, I I talked to you both about joining the diversity committee, but what made you want to get involved in the Whittier Diversity Committee?
3: Um, Yeah, I can start. This is Anne. Um, So I had heard about such a thing as a diversity committee um, before I was even a D97 parent, back when my older son was just a toddler. Um, I also volunteer with um, Race Conscious Dialogues here in Oak Park, uh, which is uh, we do 12 hour anti-racism workshops, um, primarily for folks who identify as white, um, and primarily kind of in the Oak Park area, although all those things are expanding. Um, so when I first got involved with RCD, a lot of the folks involved were part of this new, at the time, brand new thing called DivCo in D97, which was started by two black moms who were, um, who were, advocating for equity for their kids and for all kids. Right. Um, and thinking along those identity lines, primarily race, but also looking at, uh, gender, LGBTQ, um, neurodiversity, all of that. So, um, I met a lot of those folks and was like, Oh, these are the, these are the cool people. I want to, I want to hear more (laughs) about what they're doing. And that's a lot of what I was hearing about. So as soon as I became a D97 parent, I, I wanted to get involved and, uh, Think about how I could be helpful,
0: and then I hustled her at a birthday party to join. (laughs) You hustled both of (laughs) us. It's true; it's the same birthday party. (laughs) Don, I I did that. Lisa, go ahead. Uh,
4: Yeah, I never heard of Divco before. I've been in the district for you know seven years, and I have a fifth grader. And I never heard of it. I never even really knew what the PTO did, to be quite honest. I'm literally finding out every day what you guys do. <laughs> um, I just know that I used to get asked for money all the time. And I would be like, oh, why do they keep uh, asking me for money? And, you know, me. what are they uh. going to do with
1: it? And so Did you see the Gaga pit?
2: Yeah, yeah, the the, the Ja-Ja pit the is Ga-Ja what Ja-Pet. you
1: <laughs> <laughs> mean. And you asked me the other morning, how did we get that, right? Right, right. Well, and, you, and it's, it's like, you know, know,
4: seven years later, I'm like, yeah, you guys should really advertise what you do a little
1: bit more.
0: Working on it. Um,
4: so, so yeah. So then, you know, I met Dominique at this same birthday party, um, and she was telling you know I was telling her about what were you talking about? What was coming
0: up? I think it, I, I do not remember. But I, I oh the fun run. Out. That's right. And the I was asking about ways that we could make it more inclusive, especially for our families that um, have neurodiverse. Um, kids. And so I think that's how we got the conversation. And I
4: was kind of explaining how, you know, a lot of kids don't want to run in circles and how it's an overwhelming event. It's loud. It's rushed, you know. And so I had some ideas just coming from the, you know, kind of sensory standpoint. And um, that's when Dominique said, you know, we have a whole committee that takes care of that. So I was really excited about that because um, what I what I'd like to do is just look at every single function with an eye toward um, how does this fit our neurodiverse community within the school, which I believe is the largest community of all of the grammar
0: schools. Correct. Right? So I, I think, you know, talking with Principal Robinson, I've learned a lot about the diversity of Whittier in itself. And it is one of the most diverse elementary schools um, throughout Oak Park. Right. Not only from a um From a race perspective, it's 50% white, 50% non-white, but also from the population of neurodiverse kids. That's why we have such a large staff is um, Mm. because we have so many neurodiverse kids. So I think the diversity committee at Whittier is really Mm. a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was very excited for you both because I think you come from the right two perspectives um, that really can help us bring together the kind of families um, that are at Whittier.
1: And so uh, coming off that, really, what role do you think diversity plays at Whittier?
3: Um, yeah, this is Anne again. Um, so, you know, like, I think what uh, what we just were saying, Whittier has a very diverse student body. And really, when we talk about diversity, I mean, the word diversity, it's just a, it's a, it's qualitative, right? So it's really right. the numbers of people you have in a space or whatever it is you're looking at, right? So we do have racial diversity. We do have diversity in terms of um LGBTQ families in terms of uh, religious diversity, socioeconomic, um, neurodiverse, and special needs students. Um, we have we have those numbers. So it's how do we continue to think about um, think about who we have and how we're best serving everybody right. in every function. Um, and you know, not not fall victim. I think to what can be blind spots for those of us who don't fall into these many right. different categories. Um, yeah so it's just it's keeping an eye to those things it's also representation right so if we're looking at we just had the book fair or if we're looking at you know books in the library like are we representing that diversity um and even diversity beyond our student body right we Mm -hmm. want we want our kids to have access to all those many perspectives
0: well i did like what you said about the book fair where you talked about the window where it's like i see i see myself in the book and then. There's
3: a, oh, you know what? I meant to Google this. I forgot. So um, within the, the, within the world of children's literature, I'm sure someone who knows about these things is, is shouting what this is. Uh, <laughs> there's someone who talks about this mirrors and windows idea, right? right? Yeah. 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 So the, the idea that you want to see yourself, kids need to see themselves in some things. And they also need a window into other perspectives. Mm-hmm. And some mm-hmm. kids like my kids who are two little white boys who celebrate all the christmas all the sort of christianish holidays right. they see themselves reflected all the time right? right that's not a worry i have and and that's and we have lots of great books that kids that remind them of themselves and that's great but what what are the windows where they can see other perspectives and gain a larger understanding of the world of their friends um, and their families and just as they go out into the world. So they're prepared. with. These
0: yeah, lives, I love that. Hands. And it really made me kind of think about like how, cause again, <laughs> I have two little blonde white girls. Um, so again, so they see themselves, type, but how do we help find that window? And I do like that even when thinking about the diversity committee, like how do we have mirrors and windows when we're thinking about all the events that we hold or anything that we do, I think that's a great way to kind of look at it.
4: Right, and I mean, you know, being Jewish in Oak Park, we're also somewhat of a minority. I mean, yeah. especially at Whittier. I mean, I think that, um, uh, you know, my fifth grader has, has I, I think I can say this truly, has never been in a class since preschool. Uh, That had another Jewish child, Mm. so so we're always kind of representing the Jews, you know. But um, it's like, (laughs) yeah. But I mean, like this year at the book fair, I was like, hey, there's there's some Hanukkah books. It was very exciting to me because typically at the book fair, you will not see one. Maybe you'll see one. Right. I think there were five this year. Wow. That was really a big deal. But um, you know, I was talking to another parent at the book fair, and even coming from the sensory perspective like myself she said to me you know it's hard for my daughter to come to the book fair with her class because it is very rushed I think they get what 15 minutes yeah and all the kids are kind of milling around and that's hard for some people to focus and look and she said Mm -hmm. you know even for her to bring her child it's still very rushed and there's a lot she said it would be nice if you had like quiet times Mm -hmm. for the book fair oh okay Um, and I I was like I, I never would have thought of that. Right. So, you know, I, that's why we really need more parents right. um, to join with their perspectives. Or,
0: or so. even to find ways like how do we bring those, um, those thoughts to the forefront, right? And mm-hmm. I think one of the things that um, I know that the D97 as a broader Divco has done is put together an equity checklist. Yeah. And I think that can help us as well.
3: This is Anne again. I, I have introducing
0: <laughs> <by> myself. <laughs> the
3: person who's not Ann is Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the one who's not Ann is Lisa. Oh, <laughs> well, I think Lisa. Just the stuff you brought up right now is so important, right? Like, how do we make how do we make things more sensory friendly? Um, I think that's one we can always be thinking about. I mean, thinking about like you know bra- mentioning that your student your child is often the only Jewish student in the classroom, like. How many times does it happen that we have an event, you know, on a PTO or whatever, and it's a Jewish holiday or it's a Muslim holiday, and no one right. realized mm-hmm. it because none of us. Right, them, right? right. So, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes, and it's all—it's about asking those people to be in the room, right? But it's also about being that perspective. So even if that person isn't in the room, right? Um, and that's why the equity checklist is helpful, um, because it. You know, it it does ask you to reflect on those things. Um, another thing would be thinking about cost, right? Are there are there situations where there's a cost, and we want to th- we want to include all kids, and we want to make sure even kids we don't want cost to be a barrier to access for kids, to right? In right. Because
0: you think about yeah, diversity yeah. from that socioeconomic standpoint, mm-hmm. and that's really another place I think especially for me personally that I wanted to really focus on this year at PTO that's you know where the thought behind getting all the school supplies and not really having to have parents think about that. I mean I got tons of emails that were like this made a difference right People that I wouldn't even think, right mm-hmm. yeah so I think um, and that's what we're doing with the pumpkin festival and making sure people have access even just to a pumpkin right or to yeah. a costume like little, Small things like that, where that's that's a perspective that sometimes doesn't feel comfortable coming forward. So how do we push forward the access point mm-hmm. and remove that barrier? So yeah, and and just
4: other things that I was thinking about too that we could look at would be support groups. That's something I really want to bring. D ninety Donna Middleton is bringing back. I, be, she, I believe she's working on bringing back. Um, the support groups for kids with IEPs uh, for parents um, on a district-wide level, but it's something I'd really be interested, you know, in bringing to the school level mm-hmm. um, because we all see each other around. We see each other in the morning, um, you know, I, we're f- kind of familiar. But to have a support group, either whether it's Zoom or in person, would be really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, also, some kind of meetups, maybe, yeah. or you know, play dates for the low sensory play dates for the kids crafting or dinosaurs or whatever it may be. But it doesn't just have to be for the kids with IEPs either. You know, Mm -hmm. I think all of the parents after being locked down, I think we were isolated for a long time, you know, from our community and it would be nice maybe the first Sunday of every month to have a, a set play date for all the kids mm-hmm. at the playground for one hour or, um, you know, the third Saturday night of the month have just an open meetup for the parents yeah. you know, to get together at a restaurant or something like that um, would be a lot of fun. But I'd also like to get um, more resources and information, maybe people coming in to give talks on Zoom mm-hmm. about. What is an IEP? How is it different than a 504? Um, what are the resources here in Oak Park for OTs and PTs, speech therapists, things like that? Um, and also, where where can you get a neuropsych eval? And what's the difference between Ericsson and Rush? And how you know? And you know, the only re- way to really do that is to network.
0: So the three, the three areas that I'm hearing are the education and maybe the connection, right? So getting together. And then um, I don't want to call the checklist, but just the mindfulness of mm-hmm. whenever as a PTO or as a school, we're doing things. How do we make sure that we are looking through um, the mirrors, no, the windows of other, of other folks, right? That maybe we wouldn't normally have access to.
3: Um, yeah, I would also mention, um, you know, I hear, Lisa, what you're talking about, I think, is can also like, connecting people to things that already exist that maybe they don't know about. And there are, you know, even, so we have the opportunity, which is great, to go to these larger DivCo meetings with other schools. And like through our first meeting, I learned there is a, there's a group district-wide of parents organizing who are um, multilingual families. Mm-hmm. So that could be English language learners. That could be parents who maybe English isn't their first language. It could just be. Families who speak more than one language like that—that that is great to know about, right? Mm-hmm. And lots of families don't know about that. And so, how right. do we connect those folks? There's also—I uh, know a um, a parent group of black families or or parents of black students in the district. So how do we connect people to things that already exist? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because That's a good is, point. Oak Park can feel so small, but sometimes I think I also have these moments where I'm like, Oh, I didn't know this thing existed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So so connecting people, I think, mm-hmm. like like you were saying, Lisa, like to things that already exist or yeah. that they maybe don't know about. And right? you couldn't be involved
4: forever in that. No, I mean I'm involved in kind of revising on a state level the um IEP informational sheet, or I'm sorry, EI informational sheets. That's another thing a lot of people don't know exists, EI, um, early intervention, oh, okay. Okay. which a lot of people don't know about. And, um, you know, that's vital and that's going to be, you know, zero to three. Uh, and a lot of people don't know that PKP exists here at the district. You know, very often I'll tell somebody, you um, hey, did you know that the district has preschool that you, you might qualify for? Right now, um, Whittier is putting a call out, which you saw, for, uh, for their afternoon preschool class. Mm-hmm. So um, I just recently found out that there's a um, Illinois library where you can borrow books on all sorts of things for kids with special needs. Okay. And, and then when you're done with it, you can actually just drop it off at your local library. Mm. I didn't even know this existed, mm. you know, and they also have um, attorneys and other resources um, that can help you for free uh, with regards to your rights within
1: the school system.
0: So Oof, that is a big one. Yeah.
1: So how can parents get involved with uh, our DivCo
3: uh, yeah, so we would love to have more folks involved with the diversity committee. We have a meeting coming up this Tuesday at 6.30 via Zoom, um, so you, they can get on the PTO website. You can also email both of us if you email diversity at
4: whittierpto.org, whittier-pto.org.
3: <laughs> that will go to Lisa and myself. Um, We're looking for people who are interested in this and want to get, just hop on board. We also, another thing we do that we haven't talked as much about is... Um, Ensuring that we're doing cultural events that yes. that connect yeah. with lots of different holidays, right? With just, we had just had Hispanic Heritage Month, um, that kind of a thing. So also, if we have a parent who say just wanted to head up like a Diwali celebration mm. or one particular event, we want to support them. Mm. So those folks should also reach out to us. You do not. We will not. We would love to have you all year, but if you just <laughs> want to sign on for one event, we right. will take it. That's great. And
2: what events do you have coming up soon?
0: Well, we do have Dia Estes Muertos that is coming up soon. Yes,
3: which uh, Senora Aguirre is putting together a um, ofrenda 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 outside, outside, which is going to be exciting. And 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 don't
4: forget that um, Oak Park and River Forest are teaming up for an ofrenda walk. And you can look up um, Day of the Dead River Forest. Or Day of the Dead Oak Park on Facebook. Okay. And you the, they'll be posting the map and every single day they have interest an interesting fact about day of the dead um uh, with great pictures that explain it kind of the history of it why you know why we do certain things and the symbolism which is fantastic Mm -hmm. you know what we'll do
0: is after this we'll we'll get that information up onto the website so everybody can have access to your
4: house you can you can sign your house up Mm -hmm. to be on the walk
3: it's also have some beautiful friendos right now Mm -hmm. and you can go online and get um, upload your loved one's picture and it will be part of the Display at the main oh, library. The I, I would doing.
4: love to have the students and teachers welcomed on that Monday morning by a mariachi, a, ro- a oh, roving mariachi oh, band can they in front roll? of the s-
0: oh my <laughs> I I They, can't <laughs> they can
4: <laughs> That's right, because they and, have and, and I phone. think okay. that would just be a great way to start the
0: day. I I'd love it. I'd love that idea. You know, I love me a good mariachi band. I've said that's it like twelve times. <laughs> 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 All right, more to come on that. Well, thank you both for joining us. We really appreciate. It. We know that the um, Divco has been on a bit of a hiatus over the last couple of years, so we really appreciate your time and efforts to kind of revive it um, and bring that back to Whittier. So we appreciate you both for coming. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. And that's another episode of the Whittier Wild Chat. Thanks for joining us this week. Dominique and Olivia have run out to try out the Jaja Pit, so it's just me, Justin, here to say. Goodbye, and remind you to please subscribe to our podcast and share it, because the more people who find out about the PTO means more people become involved and more things can get done. All right, talk to you next week.